This is the Leverage Advantage, sharing expert lessons on marketing, strategy, and teams to scale your business with your host, Fazil Musa. Hey guys, welcome back to the Leverage Advantage show. Today we are very humbled, very grateful, and very honored to have Vikas Malkani with us. Now, Vikas is the founder and CEO of Soul Center and of Soul Kids. He, well, he's the founder of Soul Kids and he's also a wisdom and business coach to Hollywood stars, business tycoons, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and award-winning speakers and authors. Today, we're very lucky to have him. He's been um, extremely busy. It's so hard to nail him down. And finally, we've got him on the show. Vikas, welcome to the Leverage Advantage show. Thank you, Fazil. It's a pleasure to be here. I know it took some time, but here we are. So let's maximize it. That's all, well, good things, good things take time sometimes, and, and I think it's well worth the wait. Tell us, tell us a little bit more about what you do. I think, um, I think in, in, in general life, if people understand somewhat what wisdom is, they have an intuitive understanding of it, but I'd love to know more about your story and how, how we came to where we are now. Okay, so I'm originally from India, and I was born into a, a family of entrepreneurs in uh, by that, I mean, my father was a first generation entrepreneur and he started from nothing. He literally started his life from a refugee camp uh, and he created a multi-million dollar business for himself. Now, I'm the second son. So by the time I came around, life was very good. But uh, when I was a teenager, I began to ask a lot of questions about life. You know, those questions just came up inside me and I wanted to know why people are unhappy because I saw people who were externally very successful, they had wealth and they were enjoying a life of luxury, but they were also stressed out and unhappy on the inside. So I began to ask those questions. What is the purpose of life? Where does happiness come from? What is human potential and how can we fulfill it? And what is a good life? What is a complete life? And uh, people couldn't give me those answers, you know? So even though I was young, I was only like 14, maybe 15, uh, I went in search, I went on this quest to find that wisdom, to find the answers which could, which could teach me what human life and human potential is for. And it was a 15-year journey. So from the time when I was 14 till 29, I, I was on this search. I was looking for every teacher, every master, man or woman from India or from outside India. And I wanted to get the wisdom of life and the wisdom of human potential from them. And then at the age of 29, Fazil, I went through an inner awakening. I had this epiphany moment, you know, my enlightenment moment. And uh, that made everything very clear to me. So I, I began to see the blueprint of the human being and how we function, what we are here for, why we take birth and what is a complete life and how does life work? So how do we create success? How do we create wealth? How do we create happiness or love in our life, I began to see all that very clearly. It almost as if it was a download, you know, like a massive download that came through. And that changed my life. Now, interestingly, at that point of time, I had become the CEO of our company uh, because I had finished my schooling in India. Uh, I'd gone to the US to further my education, came back and I started working right away. In fact, I've been working since I was a teenager uh, by choice because I loved it. Uh, you know, I love to go and see how business is done, hang out with my dad, see how he does the deals. And uh, so when I came back, I started working in the family business and slowly made it grow. And at the age of 29, it was a fairly large company and I was the CEO of that company. But when I had my epiphany, I realized that the most, 
the most precious used or the most leveraged use of my life uh, is that I must share wisdom. That same wisdom that I had received, which had given me the answers, I wanted to share it with people. I wanted to show people a way that they could live a life of happiness with success and also of significance and legacy, not just thinking about themselves and their own growth, but also to be thinking about others and the world. And so the wisdom coach was born. I mean, it wasn't something I chose for myself. I just started to share the wisdom from the age of 29. And uh, slowly the world started to give me titles, you know, a guru, a teacher, a life coach. And today, I mean, 20 years down this uh, journey, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm called. Uh, people have called me the world's number one wisdom and wealth coach. And uh, so, you know, that's what I help people to do, Fazil. I help people to find that inner happiness and also to create external success and wealth. I, I'm, I was really, really looking forward to, to having this, this chat with you. Um, okay. Primarily because, you know, uh, as a successful entrepreneur, um, and, and we have so many successful entrepreneurs on the show, but I think what really makes you stand out is, is, is what you do. And I love working with and, and speaking to uh, successful entrepreneurs that are impact-based and that are very mission-based. And, and that's what, what I feel from you. Um, can you share with us a little bit about um, what you mean by, by wisdom? I mean, what I understand from it is it's, it's, a, certain, uh, it's a certain way of, of looking at the world. Um, or a certain perspectives um, that 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 help you achieve, say, peace. That help you achieve uh, more happiness. But I'm, you know, being the expert in the area, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Okay, so uh, let me put it this way: You see, look, every human being—that's you and me and everybody else on this planet—we uh, work with a few things every day of our life. So, for example, we have a mindset. Uh, we also have a heart set. You know, these words have become very popular and they've been, uh, according to me, they've been done to death. You know, from Robin Sharma, who first started it, uh, to every other person down the line is now trying to use the same things. You know, there's a mindset, there's a, a heart set, there's a skill set and all of this. But it's true that every human being, we have a mindset, we have a certain level of emotions, we also need a certain amount of skill to be, do, to be able to do whatever we do every day. But the, the analogy I like to give is this, that your life is like a car and the engine of the car, which makes the car move, is your mind. So your mindset, think of this, your mindset or, or, or your mind is the engine of the car. Your life is the car. So the car is going to get you wherever you want to go. You want success, you want happiness, you want wealth, you want to create loving relationships. That's the objective of the car of your life to get you there. But the life works on the mind. So the car works with the engine. Now the question is this, what does the engine work on? And the answer is the engine needs good fuel. So fuel is the wisdom. So wisdom is what the mind works on. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of perception. It's how you see the world and your inner core principles that you live by. So it's a combination of your belief systems, of your perception and your idea of life and of yourself. Now, the analogy of the car and the engine and the fuel, you know, I may have a fantastic car. I may have a, I may have a Ferrari on the outside, but if the engine is all shot up, the Ferrari does nothing for me. It's only good to look at. 
And what we have to understand is that in our life, if we have a great body, you know, I'm built like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but if my mind is messed up, if my mind is very negative or stressed or angry or frustrated, uh, then I don't have a good life. I'll never have a good life because I'll never be able to drive this car to where I want it to be. Now, for the mind to be fit and healthy, for the mind to be optimized, it needs good fuel. So I'll tell you something very interesting, Fazil, which is, which is real life, right? How, how does wisdom work? So the other day, I took my car to get petrol filled, and I noticed that they have three layers or three levels of petrol uh, which are available, you know? And I always get the good level, but I used to never get the premium level, okay? And my car would work just fine. So I never get the bottom level. I don't get the worst level, but I would go with the medium, you know, take the safe bet. And then I decided to myself, I said, look, I want to really see, does it make a difference? If I put in those few extra dollars per gallon and then also get the best fuel in my car. So I allowed my gas tank to get towards empty. And when I went for a refill, I told him, I said, fill it up with a platinum fuel. All right, the best of the best. I paid extra and it cost me like $20 extra for the whole tank, which is not a big deal. But I'll tell you, man, did the performance of the car improve? It improved dramatically. And you could actually see it. The car is sort of almost purring. You know, it's purring like, like a leopard <laughs> when it drives, right? Like a Jaguar. Mine, mine is not a Jaguar, but it was purring like a Jaguar. So the point that came across very clearly is when we put good fuel, when we put premium fuel into the engine, the car performs better. Similarly, when we bring in a certain wisdom that has been tried and tested and proven over the centuries. My mind works better. I can maintain my peace. I can maintain my inner balance. I can keep stress at bay. I can see more clearly. I can be more giving. And therefore the car takes me to whichever destination I want. So what is wisdom? Wisdom is what our life works on. Wisdom is what our mind works on. It's the software of the mind. And, and for a lot of people, I think, who are not, conscious of this, um, I, I wouldn't say alternative way of thinking, but a, 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 a slightly more enlightened way of thinking without, without being yeah. concerning, of course. And um, how would one look to train their wisdom? How would one look to, to enhance their wisdom and get better at it? Okay, very good question. So uh, the first um, and the most easiest way is to read more and to keep an open mind. You know, to search out uh, solutions. And the easiest way is books, right? $30, $35, you can get into the mind of a genius, right? Through a book. That's, that's the beauty of a book. So I recommend everybody out there to read my books also. But <laughs> a little bit of self-promotion going on there. We need that. We need that. It's, it's a good... <laughs> <laughs> but books and audios and videos and CDs are the easiest way to get yourself started. You can do it from the comfort of your own bed and your laptop or your phone. Now, if you want to take it up one level, which means you're getting more serious, then get yourself out there and go find good teachers to learn from. So attend workshops, attend lectures, attend events that people are doing and go learn from them. See the person face to face, feel the energy, see the authenticity, because again, there are all types of teachers in this world, all types of coaches and mentors. They are the ones who are really good and they are the ones who are not so good. It's just like everything else, you know, you have to do your due diligence, right? Uh, caveat emptor, you know, that's the philosophy of life, right? So the third level, I would say, 
is when you really want to play the game is when you have to go out and find yourself a coach. See, here's the truth of life. No one ever becomes a champion at anything without having a coach. We all need guides and mentors and coaches and teachers. So if you want wisdom and you want wisdom to be the basis of your life, uh, if you want to create a life of wealth and happiness and joy through wisdom, then go find yourself a wisdom coach, someone who is authentic and lives what they talk about, what they teach us. So it's not just about you know talking the talk, it's about walking the talk. Find an authentic teacher and then commit and invest in your own growth. That's the, that's the most powerful way. And, and what in your experience has been the biggest challenges that, that people um, face when, when, they, when they want to transition um, you know, this, the, 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 into, into having more wisdom? Uh, you know, is it a, a resistance or is it unable to let go? What, what do you think are the biggest challenges then? Uh, okay, so the first thing is that our society is, uh, is structured in a way that it does not uh, give priority to wisdom. So uh, let me explain what I mean there, right? Let me qualify. So from the time that we are young, we are, when we go to school, uh, we are told that our focus must be just on getting the grades. And on getting the grades, getting good grades means that I must study the subjects they are teaching me, understand what they are teaching me, and regurgitate the whole thing back to them, Right? So just listen, what they tell you, what is right, and then regurgitate the thing. Now, all the subjects which are taught at school are about external life. Physics, chemistry, English, science, economics, anything that you take is about external life. There's no subject in school which teaches me about myself. How do I function? Why do I feel what I feel? If I feel angry, why does that happen? What are my inner emotional triggers? How does my mind function? And are there ways to train the mind? So no one teaches me about myself. Now, wisdom introduces me to myself, right? That's what wisdom does. In fact, one of my great teachers once told me, he said, all your life, you will be introduced to other people and other things. But no one introduces you to yourself. And that's what wisdom does. So... All our life in school, 15 years in school or so, we are focused on the outside world. We are focused on learning the external things. So the priority to learning the internal part of life is never given. Now, once we come out of school, the next step is go to college, go to university, you know, get a PhD. And all of those things is about the external world. And then if we get into the corporate world, we are told, get a job and just meet your targets, you know, do the results and then get a promotion and then get more money. Now the focus becomes on money. And this is the reason why the world is full. The world is full, inundated with people and families who have money, but no inner peace. Right? Because we have never learned about the inner world. We have never learned how to manage our mind. We know how to manage a business. I know how to manage 2000 people but I don't know how to manage my own mind. I don't know how to release my anger. I don't know how to calm myself down. I don't know how to put myself behind somebody else, you know, so let somebody else be number one. And that's the reason, number one reason why the world does not uh, actively pursue wisdom because most people don't see the value in it. Now, I want, to, I want to take the flip side of that. If you look at the leaders of our world, if you look at the the kings of history, if you look at the royalty of history, you'll realize that every ruler, every person of power 
every leader has always had wisdom as their support system. They had advisors, they had coaches, they had guides, they had people who were giving them a perspective of wisdom before they made their decisions and took their actions. So understanding that wisdom is actually uh, an instrument of success, in fact, greater long-term success. So that is important for human beings. And once we understand that getting wisdom into our life will allow me to optimize my efforts and my performance. It will allow me to leverage my, my, my talents and my skills to be able to produce better results. When that understanding comes, then everyone goes for wisdom. I teach wisdom and meditation to top CEOs, you know, award-winning entrepreneurs. And as you mentioned, Hollywood celebrities, sports champions are coming to learn. And they're learning because it helps them. Otherwise, why would they? Awesome. And I, I think that you make such a great point. Like, I, I love everything you're saying. Um, and, and especially this one thing that, I've, that, that you mentioned that, that I, people I feel need to be a little bit more aware of is that the one constant throughout anybody's life, like no matter what, is they themselves. They are the ones who are always with them. And if you, and if you are not self-aware enough or conscious enough to, one, understand uh, your thoughts, understand your emotions, and then learn how to manage them as well. I think that um, you're in for for a little bit of trouble. I think that I, I I'm completely there with you. One of the things that I I recently discovered as well is that as I grew older, when I was in my twenties, I, I I sought out excitement. I sought out a lot of excitement, right? And now I'm I I've been told I'm still young, and I believe I'm still young. I'm I'm 35. And today, I don't. My God, you're a baby. I am. <laughs> and and today, I don't. I, I I don't seek excitement as much as I seek peace, you know. Um, and I value I value that peace so much, so much more than I even valued excitement when I was in my twenties. Um, is 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 this normal? Is this something that is this a, a, a progression or or how would you see that? Then? It's called maturity. Yes. <laughs> What's happening, Fazil, in your life and in everybody's life, as we grow older, we should also grow wiser. You know, I say that everyone grows old, not everyone grows up. So you are growing up. And as a person grows up, their tastes change. Now, think of yourself as a child. You know, when you were a five-year-old boy, a small little plastic toy car was good enough for you. And then you went from five to 15. And now that plastic toy car is not good enough for you. You want a computer game. You know, you want the Xbox or whatever is the latest one. And then you go from 15 to 25. And now you want a real BMW, right? But after 25 and you've got your BMW, you go to 35. And now your tastes change again. And when I'll, I'll promise you this, right? This is the natural progression of human maturity. When you're 40 and then 45 and then 50 and 55, I'll promise you at 55, what your values are today at 35, they would be totally different at 55, right? It wouldn't be the same values. And that's how it's supposed to be. And if you're a 55-year-old wanting to be a 35-year-old, that's called two things. One is called delusion and the other is called disappointment, <laughs> right? So none of those things are going to happen. So it's a natural progression of life that we must mature our tastes change, our values change, our priorities change, our mindset changes. It's a natural progression. It's a good thing. 
Awesome. Well, we're coming towards the end of, of the show. And uh, one question I love to ask uh, yeah. all my guests, and I, it's become a staple, um, is how, how would you like to be remembered, Because Wow, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> so, but I often think of this, right? Because I live my life as if today was the last day of my life. So I live by this principle of 100% giving, 100% living. Right? If today was the last day, how would you live? That's how I try to live. So I love what I do. I'm totally 100% committed to it. I think I'll be doing it on my last day, which I said could be today. So, you know, I would just like people to remember me that he was a person who lived an authentic life, followed his dreams, and gave his all. He was a man of wisdom, a man of love, a man of wealth, inner and outer, and he gave it all. Awesome. Thank you so much. More than um, enough. <laughs> I love I love what you do. Um I just I, I I'd love for you to keep going and keep doing what you do. You you bring so much joy, you bring so much light and so much impact into the world. Thank you so much, Vikas, for being on the show. Thanks, Fadil. Thanks for this opportunity and uh, you know, let's connect again. Yes, you will. Thank you. All right. And my final word to you is this wealth, wisdom, winning, remember. That's what life is about. You can have it all. Wealth, wisdom, winning. Thank, thank you very much, Vikas. Bye. You've been listening to The Leverage Advantage. If you're wanting to take yourself out of your business so that you can do more of what you love, head on over to theleverageadvantage.com to find out how you can use our leverage system to build a fully automated marketing machine for your business.